Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about Survivor? I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm Chris George. And I'm- we have one thing in common. We want to talk about Survivor. That's right. Welcome to the Merge Root Podcast. We're a Survivor podcast. And today, guess what? We're talking about Survivor. I know. It's a big shock. I know. The past few weeks, we've stayed pretty focused. And uh, uh, if, and uh, I've, uh, I'm already, already tripping over my own words because I, I just want to talk about the Stephen Brill cinematic universe. But no, I had to stay focused on Survivor. Um, Your viewership might finally come back. Yeah, yeah. Actually, somebody told me recently, I like it best when you guys don't talk about Survivor. And I was like, no, we're trying to stay focused right now. Um, And today we're trying something very special and I won't get it um, out of the way right off the bat. We're a pretty small podcast and there's a very big podcast about movies called Screen Drafts. They have like a big following. So I don't feel bad ripping off their concept for this episode, do we? Legally, I'm going to say we didn't rip them off at all. This is okay. a brand new. We created it. And legally, I'm going to say that Screen Drafts is worse than this podcast. Legally. Okay. But they, they objectively, they are they are they have a bigger following than us. So. Of um, dummy. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I hope we don't get sued. But uh, anyway, I don't th- I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I I don't think they'll ever know. Yeah, me neither. Uh, especially because we're so uh, well, I mean, one of our listeners might reach out to them or something like that. Uh, I don't think you can sue someone for just basing an episode of format. I think. Well, I don't I doubt they have it patented. They didn't invent the snake draft. No. I'll reach out to our listeners, uh, Mimi, uh, Chili, Tamlin, and I'll make sure that none of them complain. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, Screen Drafts is a podcast where they make definitive lists of um, movies. Um, uh, for example, they'll do like best private eye movies, best movies made by uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, Eddie Murphy, etc. But that doesn't matter because that's not what we're doing. And Joel, I'm going to take over from here because yeah. you have confused the hell out of us in trying to explain this very simple concept to the point where I had to listen to this other podcast, which, by the way, is like three to four hours long. No, thank you. That's not what we're going to be today. <laughs> Basically, all we're doing today is this episode is going to be the top 15 survivor contestants of all time and together we're going to create this list basically it's going to work out draft kind of uh way where one person will choose a contestant to be 15th 14th 13th and so on and so forth as we take turns making up the list each of us will have one veto in case We are pissed off with the other person's choice, which I mean, if you've listened to this podcast before, people are going to get pissed. We don't we don't agree with each other very often. Vetoes will be used immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All of our vetoes first round. Um, Yeah. So 
basically that's what we're going to be doing. But to decide the order of that, uh, what we need to do is do a little bit of trivia, which Chris and Joel are very aware of trivia. They're they're yeah. a rivalry over trivia. Can can I I just can we just uh, over explain one more uh, two more things? What 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 do you want? to So say? we're talking about best survivor players. So not yeah. favorite. I want to. I wanted to be. I wanted to clarify that too, because you said best survivor contestants, but I think I base my list or my picks, but thinking about it beforehand, on best survivor players. Like, yeah, oh, players. So, players. So not yeah. favorite, not most entertaining, but best players of the game, yeah. and also we 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 wanted to make this complicated and fun, so it's not just a winner ranking. So each of us have to have at least two non-winners. Yes. So I and I mean for that to happen, if we don't get our non-winners out right off the top, they're going to be then, up. Then they could they could make it pretty high. You might have to be obligated to put a non-winner as your number one just because you didn't use them early. There might be some fastballs. Yeah, that that's a possibility of happening. Mm-hmm. So All I'm a little bit nervous ball. about that. There might be fast. Should we decide this order though? Let's do it. Oh, um, so Cody, also maybe we should have done this off mic, but uh, should the the person who gets the the number one pick they don't get a veto? Remember we talked about that, or is everybody gonna get a veto? I I think everyone just gets a veto. Let's let's have some fun here today, Joel. All right, let's have. I want to have fun here today, Joel. It's good I, to have fun. I think Joel, we we need that as a safety because we know we're gonna both need our vetoes for Cody's picks. So. <laughs> You're right. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's uh, going to happen here. I feel like all of my picks are going to be vetoed um, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I, 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 I think I should get more. Me and Chris should have more vetoes because of who we're dealing with. Here. Yeah, I expected that you guys would argue for more vetoes halfway through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so to get this thing started, we got to figure out the order. Um to reignite this rivalry between Chris and Joel, I'm going to ask the first question. The winner of that round will then move on to face me. But since I get the advantage of a bye, if I lose, then I go to the third uh, pick. The third pick. Yeah. So he gets the, the worst uh, placement. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I will deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, this is going to work a little differently than our trivia because it's going to be first person to say the answer. Get it. It's shout about movies. Shout about Survivor. Yeah. So, no movies, Joel. No, I know. You guys remember that game, that DVD game, Shout About Movies? No. No. I'm a, I'm okay. A well, then I guess uh, I'm the only 90s kid, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um... All right. Here comes the question. I'm ready. What is the location for season 24 of Survivor? Nicaragua? Chris? Uh, crap. I forget, to be honest. Philippines. All right, both of you are wrong. So just whoever gets it first, honestly. Samoa. You said Samoa, Chris? Yeah. Chris moves on. All right. Dang. Okay. So I knew Samoa came back again. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that means I don't get to tell my, ask my trivia question. That's a bummer. Well, here's yeah, my no, trivia. No, you do. Oh, I do? Oh, because I it's between you two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wait. I guess. Or Wait, no. what? Yeah, no. no, Joel would ask his trivia question. Uh, yeah, I asked. Uh, okay, so um, in Survivor, um, season eight, All Stars, Rob and Amber win a um, uh, reward. Rob gets a car. Drive-in movie. They yeah. go to a drive-in movie. What movie do they watch? Oh, Jack and Jill. <laughs> no, it's not Jack and Jill. That's Gulliver's travels. <laughs> no, it's not Gulliver's travels. But but it is an old movie, isn't it? Don't is say it... other movies because if you guys don't get this, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the other movies. Is but it... yeah. Okay. Well, we already fucking know the wall. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. No, no I, don't, I don't know this at all. You're not gonna get it. No. It's Lord of the Flies. Um. So. Um. <laughs> so. In season three, Africa, Brandon and Frank watch a movie. What movie do they watch? I don't know. I know the scene. They're in that sweet little truck. Mm -hmm. Dawn of the Dead. They watch the movie Out of Africa. Okay, so this okay. one, get your trigger fingers ready. In season 20, here's version. No, season 20, here's version villain. Colby. Colby. Uh, Treasure Island. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was a good on Treasure With Island. Okay, so Cody has first pick, I guess. Wow. So I get to pick 15th and first. It's a and, huge advantage. And what about for me and my third pick then? Um, I guess we need another of or no. Oh, yeah, you lost to, yeah, you lost to. Yeah, you lost to Chris. You get third pick. You get the worst I spot. Joel. I, get the worst spot. You're the I, got, I got a raw deal here. Yeah, you're the worst of trivia. You want to hear my trivia question just for fun? Sure. Yeah. Uh, mine was going to be, uh, who's the first person to cast a vote which Jeff did not understand? Clay. Yeah. From Thailand. I'm glad we each got a question. Yeah. I mean, I, softball for, for Joel. You know, mm -hmm. make him feel good. Because <laughs> that, that's, that's like number one on the cringiest survivor moments. <laughs> um okay so cody what is your number 15 pick for best survivor player um it's interesting doing this list because you a lot of players fall off you know you do you want to go by their overall season or do you want to go by just the last time we saw them uh kind of thing um yeah for but, me for me i'm basing it kind of on overall performance so if you had one really good one and then you came back and you just really beefed it that then i'm like well you're not eligible for in my mind um, yeah for me i mean i will we'll talk about this more and more but you have to it, the context is so important so placement isn't all about it you know what i mean you can get a raw deal um and luck is a huge component of survivor all the time so you know it's hard to it's hard to figure it out but go go on cody yeah, I think I'm going to go with a kind of modern, controversial non-winner. Um, and I'm going to put right at number 15, and maybe this is a bad spot. I don't know. Maybe you don't think he should have even been on the list, but I'm going to put Dominic on here right at number 15. I think that's a good pick. I think he should be higher. I thought about it. I'm, you know, on my initial list, he's around the middle. Uh, but I have another person that may be a sentimental favorite. So I have I have Dominic on uh, Dominic was on my list of people who I wanted to get on. So I 
So, Chris, are you going to veto it and put him up higher? No, I mean, I think I got to save my veto for for uh, something, you know, far worse. Yeah. So I'm let's. Happy, I'm happy that Dominic made the list. Um, so Dominic um, from Ghost Islands, uh, season 36 of Survivor, Dominic Abade, who uh, is, you know, maybe the most robbed king out there because he it was such a close vote. It was a tie vote. Um, so maybe, you know, it was it was between him and Wendell. And I you think about people who have lost Survivor. And you think, wow, if that person had one survivor, would he have been a satisfying winner? Or they had been a satisfying winner. Winner, I think Dominic is one of those people where you think, wow, yeah, he he would have been a good winner. Yeah, I think so too. I think what what I really like about Dominic is that he his moves were so he he had the biggest moves in that season, and I, I love when he bluffs his idol at six. He knows he needs it at five. And so he, he makes this big show about, I got this idol here and I got this idol for the next one. Cause he had a fake idol that, mm -hmm. um, that, that he picked up Jay's fake Jay's idol from millennial right. which didn't have any power, but he could use the bluff. And so he uses that to bluff his way and convinces everybody who was going to vote for him that time that they needed to switch their votes. And they all get get too scared to try to take him out. And he's able to hold on. I just think, that that for me is the play of that season mm -hmm. and he it's it's amazing how bold he can be with his information and he's still able to kind of control the game that his, his like strategic dominance was was really solid in that season i think he's well deserved to be something on something i was thinking about uh cody i know this is your pick and it's been mostly me and chris talking about it but uh I, it's something i was i'm glad I was, you love it <laughs> something i was thinking about while making this list too is like are they a good survivor player are they a good old school survivor player are they a good modern survivor player i think dominic coming onto a season where it's like advantages all over the place idols and steal of votes and going to ghost island and all this stuff while also being strategic and having a leadership role and all these things and knowing who to get out and when i think dominic is a really good modern survivor player I think he has that kind of balance pretty well. I think the big thing about him is he doesn't, he didn't end up balancing his threat level very well, but at the same time he was like in a leadership role. So, you know. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but um, because people on this list, could, some of these non winners, their winner of their season might not make the list. And mm -hmm. I think we might've found the first one. I, I don't I don't know. Sure, Wendell's not making the list. Come on. Well, Joel's and my number fourteen pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm happy that Dominic's on here. Just entertaining, and uh, which doesn't really have to do with it, but the the gameplay, and he just played such a smart game. It was one of the biggest travesties to me when he lost. Um, I think Wendell's a good winner that season, though. Wendell, Wendell's a good winner, and he definitely had the uh, personable game and everything, and the pairing is what made them unstoppable, for sure. Uh, but Wendell couldn't do it without Dom, I don't think. And uh, Dom might have been able to do it without Wendell. Yeah, I mean, Wendell, Wendell was my winner pick after episode one. Like, I, I, was, I was rooting for him throughout the season, but at the, at the, in the final episode, I wanted Dom to win over Wendell, mm. personally. If Wendell had a stronger showing, maybe at Winners at War, 
then we'd be singing a different tune right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Wendell would make this list even if it was like a top 15 winner ranking. But, uh, you know, he's a likable winner and, I, uh, you know, he's a good TV character. And, you know, but that's not what we're ranking right now. So should we go to Chris's number 14 pick? Yeah, all of our Wendell fans just tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the Michelle fans were pumping their fists, though. Um, all right. So for number 14, I was really hoping to get number 15, to be honest, because I think this person deserves to be at number 15. Um and it's, it's kind of throwing me now that we have Dominic as the bar at 15. I'm like, can I actually put this person forward as 14? Uh, but I'm going to include, even though his social game is the most atrocious, possibly the most atrocious in all of Survivor, I'm still going to put Russell Hance as my 14th pick. Okay. And... Uh- this because, I mean, you can veto it if you want, but I'll, I'll, I'll give my little pitch for it first. It's just that he revolutionized the game in a way. I mean, I know this isn't Survivor Game Changers list. This is best players, but I think his strategic mind is really uh, unmatched. And, and his social game is just so brutal that and sure like his bad social game is is kind of why he can can get a little bit further but like his performance in Samoa was nothing short of legendary being able to flip the 8 4 numbers in his advantage like and flip it and get it get it down and being able to manipulate Tyson into voting himself out mm-hmm. like uh, there are all move. these like really unique really clever plays that no one had done before and i think like he Russell Hance marks the turning of like new school survivor. I, I actually don't mind. I didn't have Russell on my list, but I don't mind him being ahead of Dominic either. Like, I think that Russell, I mean, it's hard to find a survivor contestant. That's like really well-rounded in all aspects. Right. So if you can do amazing at certain aspects of the game, then I think that should be rewarded. And just to the level that he does, and just to make it to the finals twice, like that's a big thing. I yeah. think I think uh I think Russell making this list uh makes sense to me. Um yeah, I would if- I would I would veto him if he was top ten, you know. I, I like I, I I think that I didn't want to put him on the list just because I don't really like him and I just you know, whatever. It's, but I think, but I think he makes for good TV and stuff like that. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't know, Joel, if you want to reveal this. But did you have Dominic on your list as well? Um, he wasn't gonna make my five, but he definitely was on my, my, my top fifty. I made a fifteen list that I was like okay with, and he was, he was number fifteen on that list. So okay, Chris so, has him in the exact right spot. Yeah. So, all right. Sorry, Dominic. You you, you did, Cody. You picked Dominic. Yeah, I picked. Russell was not on my list, but yeah, Russell wasn't on my list either. So we're already gonna have uh, people that don't make the list um, on our initial list here. I also had a wild card of uh, uh, number sixteen coach just to see if I could slip him in there, but I think that's gone out the window. You still might. That's true. If if I get vetoed by both of you in one thing, I'm switching it in coach. He's going to make number nine or something. <laughs> and there's not much to say about Russell anymore either. I mean, yeah. 
because he's you know been talked about for 10 years and and also i'm kind of like i also said that i'm i was trying to evaluate based on like overall performance and he did come back for redemption and was terrible and he was also in australia survivor um champions versus contenders and he uh didn't do that right. hot but yeah. um, i i don't know it's it he plays one game but but that's the that the thing but about the his plays worked incredibly well yeah so. I'm happy when, with around here though. I wouldn't want him in top 10 either. Right. When you're talking about Russell or when you're talking about other people that'll probably come up later and they're like return seasons where they go out pre-merge and stuff like that. It's like, that's so much has to do with threat level and you can't really judge someone on their threat level because you're not playing your first and second season thinking about your third and fourth season. You know what I mean? You have to be thinking about the game you're playing right now. And obviously you need to come into the game being like, how am I going to manage my threat level from the beginning? But uh, um, it's it you do have to give them benefit of the doubt. Uh, I think in Redemption Island, he was on like one of the, the dumbest tribes of all time. And uh, they wanted him out so so badly they threw a challenge and well, the entire game. That rash is enough to that rash drop is him down a couple points yeah. for me. But it almost thinking about that rash almost made me use my veto again. So, <laughs> so I have uh, I have thirteen and twelve right now, right, Cody? Uh, yeah, because of the snake. Okay, so number thirteen. Veto. I'm gonna. Part, what's that? <laughs> just kidding. What, what did you say? I just shouted veto. Vita, yeah. What you're gonna say? I think I think you guys are gonna agree with this. Um, I think the survivor community certainly praises this guy. I would love to see him come back. He's only come come played once, but he also is a winner of Big Brother. Um, he uh forced a um tie, a, a rock draw in season uh 27 of Survivor. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Survivor. It's really good. I love a I love a survivor player who plays like a crazy person plays like a chicken with his head cut off. That's why I'm I'm picking uh, Hayden Moss. That's that's a personal favorite though. That seems more so. You you described him just, as a player that plays with a, a like a chicken with his head cut off. But I think but but he he One of the greatest players of Survivor of all time, not Big Brother, but Survivor. I I haven't seen his Big Brother season so. I think that he that that the way he forces that rock draw, the strategic game he plays um, through the game, I think is really good. And uh, he's one of my uh, yeah, I would if I was going to play Survivor, I would play like somebody like him. And I think he's a really good player. And I think he's if he made it to the end there, I think you'd be hard pressed to see him not beating anyone else. But he didn't. He didn't make it to the end, but I have to pick people who didn't win. Yeah, the, there's so many better or so early for no reason. And 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 Candace's husband. I oh man. He See, got sucked in by Tyson and Jervis until it was too late. God, I, I need to convince Joel to use his own veto on this one. I know. I'm, not, I'm not vetoing this pick. I was I, I thought you might got you guys might agree with this. I really like Hayden Moss. I think you know, the, the rock draw move is the rock draw move is one of the biggest moves in the game ever. And it and he he made it happen. And I think like if I'm if I'm thinking about people who have never won the game and play have have big moves like that and uh, I don't know if anybody else could have pulled that off. I mean, I, some people would argue that Sierra made that happen more. I think 
uh, the way that that Hayden blew that up at tribal council and before that and the the work he was doing on Sierra before that, I think he has a lot to do with it. Chris, go ahead and say your gripes here. I'll say my gripes. And then are we'll, you going to well, how about this? Are you going to veto it or not? Well, I don't know. I, we need to discuss it because uh, really I, I want Chris to talk first here, though. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I've I've never gotten the hype for Hayden. I know I, I know that was saying Ryan Quinn. I think likes Hayden a lot. Uh, he might, or maybe I'm just remembering you talking about Hayden, Joel, and, and it's all blended together. Cause I can't see possibly how two people could like him that much. I think um, the survivor community as a whole agrees with me. Well, I think the survivor community agrees that, yeah, that's a person we'd like to see for a second chances. We want to see more yeah. of them to see what he can do because we didn't get enough from his season. Yeah, I think he's. I think uh, people will really want it for a second chance, and I'd be fine seeing him have a second chance. I mean, there's a bunch of other people who I'd even rather see have a second chance. Um, yeah, I don't. He's just so underwhelming. I mean, that season to me is is really underwhelming in itself. You all know that I. Who don't, are you talking uh, to? I love that one. I know you love that one, but I like that's. I, I really don't like that season that much um, because basically you have ten players that you're playing against instead of twenty. And Tyson still barely is able to win that. Like my, my level of regard for Tyson is also super low. So the fact that he got, and you might have a problem with later on in the list. <laughs> I mean, I think that. Tell me right now, is Tyson going to be on your list later on? Cause I, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. This I'm is not. honestly a good Tyson spot. Number 13. <laughs> yeah, but the, but we have non-winners on the list. God, I'm yep. honestly, Cody. I need to save this. If Tyson's on the list, I need. I'm. I need yeah, to- I have a problem here because I have uh, at least four non-winners on my list. Um, I've already used one on Dominic. your five list. Uh, I I wrote a list of fifteen. Okay. I wrote a, okay. well sixteen, counting coach, uh, but five not Kevin coach. Um, so basically, yeah, I'm looking at the non winners that I have here. And there's so much better than Hayden. Everybody yeah. on my list is way better than Hayden. Yeah. There's, and they can, they, they can go later down on the list. He's oh, 13. Think, there's, there's 12 more spots. So Joel, do you think that Hayden's better than like Dominic? Do you think he's better than Russell? I, I would. I, I Yeah. You think he's? You think Hayden is a better player than both Dominic and Russell? I think he has the chops. I, I mean, we haven't seen any of three of these guys win. Yeah. We he saw two of those guys. Guys, two of those guys lost in the final three. You're predicting that he's going to be better, but that's that's not better. Well, we didn't see Hayden Moss in the final three, and I think he would have won. If well, he got everybody there. was super hyped about Caleb to come back after Ko Rong. They're like, oh, man, he was playing so well. He was not, but Caleb is different than Hayden. Well, they're Hayden both big brother players. Hayden. They're both big brother players that were fan favorites. I, I mean, I watched Big Brother at the time of both of them, actually. But Hayden, yeah, he was he was good at Big Brother. He wasn't bad. Um, He didn't uh, like I I mean, top 15 big brother. He won Big Brother. I don't know if he makes the top 15 of Big Brother. Well, I didn't uh, watch Big Brother. We're not talking about Big Brother. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm, I'm talking saying. about. This, the game. The, I don't his know. His showing the top in, fifteen of that. His showing and the moves he made in his season of Survivor, I think, are exemplary of a very good Survivor player. So that's why he's on my list. And you guys need to decide. 
because I'm about to move on to my number 12 pick. No, I I can't let you do that. I I'm looking at my non-winners here once again. I already used Dominic. I got three others that I think deserve it more. And I know that I can't choose one of them because it's going to be too high for them. But I got three others here that I think deserve this spot more than Hayden. And I know that Chris has to save his... Uh, I have to. Tyson, Tyson on this list. So, uh, like, you can put whoever else you want because I'm waiting until Tyson pops up and then he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what well, I, the, I what's the rule here, Cody? If 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 he vetoes my Tyson pick, can I bring him back later? I mean, you could bring him up higher, I guess. But what, you would you? Me? That's the no. Once they're vetoed, they're gone. They can never be put on the list. Well, you might have a problem with that later with one of my picks, but um, yeah. So I think that you would have to be able to bring them higher. But I think, like, would you be in your like right mind to have like Tyson like you put him in number seven and then your next pick is number three and you put Tyson there like no way well like, you'll see you'll see guys you'll see you, oh, you just yeah. have to trust I mean I I you can't know my let, strategy and I don't think that you would put or, Hayden back on okay here. so are you vetoing yeah I, I'm vetoing I can't okay. I can't Thanks. All right, so Hayden Moss is not my number 13 pick. My number 13 pick is now Rob Sesternino. Um, I think uh, Rob, I watched, I've been watching the Amazon lately, and uh, Rob um, in season six of Survivor is doing things that nobody else had ever done before with flipping and things like this. And I think if he got to the end, he would have won. He is somebody who got a, the raw, raw deal in the game. He, um, uh, if, if, if it was a traditional, uh, not traditional, but if if he was playing just, uh, you know, seven seasons later, he would have made it to the final three and probably would have won. I think he's one of the first people that were playing strategically and people in the moment were um, recognizing game, respect game, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, he was sort of the one of the first people to be like, yeah, you guys have morals and stuff like that. I have morals outside of the games, but this is the way I'm playing the game. His, his social game isn't that good, but his strategic game and the way he explains his strategy, even during the game, he's one of the most self-aware, self-aware survivor players up to that point that he was able to describe to the people. Yes, this isn't the way I am in real life. I'm not a lying, cheating bastard in my real life, but this is what I'm doing right now because it's the game and this is how you get forward. And I thought my, the reason I voted out Alex and the reason I voted out Christy is for these reasons. Um, uh, that's why I like Rob Sesternino. And uh, I think m- maybe people who, who haven't won after him um, play better games than him or whatever, but I think, and I mean, you can, see here on his podcast if he came and played he would be such a well-rounded player i wouldn't Um, even put this guy on the top 15 (laughs) podcast so okay so am i getting from you guys you don't like this pick either well so you've been watching amazon recently and yes because on my rewatch of amazon uh rob says you know kind of underwhelmed me to be honest and it was heidi who stood out i think heidi plays a better game than rob in amazon i think she he was the deserving winner. Of I don't know about that, uh, Chris. I'm watching this game. And yeah, Heidi is certainly better than, than Jenna, but she is kind of a, uh, she, she learned it. You can tell that she is learning from Rob. 
I, that's that's what I got from it. Watching the Amazon recently is Heidi is is looking at Rob being like, oh, okay, he's playing this way. Well, I can play this way too. I think that shows incredible adaptability, which I believe is the number one criteria. Yeah, she wouldn't, but I think, but Rob is being adaptive as well. I, I okay. So are you vetoing this pick? Oh my well, god! I thought it's. I thought my picks were going to be the least controversial. I think Rob is fine. Like Rob, Rob's a safe pick. Honestly, if you want to do a nice little safe pick, he's he he can be on the list, and and most people won't argue against it. I just feel that Heidi should be higher than him, and maybe I'll have to rectify that the, with my next pick. This is this is what I'm I'm thinking as well. Is that it's just a boring pick to me. I, it doesn't oh excite my God. me. It doesn't razzle my dazzles. It doesn't yeah. put the tingle in my balls. You know, no Dominic. Let's it's, put it that way. It's no Dominic. I I'm I think I think Chris at this point we've come around. Pick. We've come around to the point where where a Rob Sesternino, um uh, on this this list is is not boring because he's old school and people don't think about that as much. I'm glad I chose Dominic. Now he might not have even made it on here at this point. He might have got lost in the shuffle. Well, I see right on my list. You know who's you know who's on my list of fifteen? Heidi Strobel. Wow. <laughs> We I would can, veto that to be because I'm watching the Amazon and I I I, 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 I don't you you your head is in the clouds on that one. I I'm watching my people drop off here. I, I coach is a no go now at this point. I mean, uh, I I actually I'm, had. No, I'm not, not going to veto coach. I got to save it for Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I, Cody, I you haven't heard faith, my number twelve pick. I'm in I'm good, <laughs> in good faith. I can't put coach on there even though i love him and then i had a nice 15 on here i ended up putting dominic um and i kind of when i chose dominic i knew i wasn't going to put them on there but i thought like maybe david wright would be a nice little 15 um but now now look at us anyway i'm not vetoing it so and cody's out of his veto we should get seven vetoes in this list okay so my number 12 i'm back and forth between three names here i uh I knew I only <sighs> choose the good one. I, I don't think you guys are going to like any of these picks and I'm <laughs> trying to go with my heart here. And I was wanting to save this to be your pick Cody, but recently I rewatched South Pacific. <sighs> and coach plays an impressive game. He dominates. And uh, he doesn't, win and for obvious reasons and i think that i'm gonna put coach at number 12 i love it could see the smile on sweet little cody's face <laughs> i couldn't in good faith put him on this list but god damn it if i'm not excited <laughs> that's yeah. an exciting pick joel that was one that gets the tingle I was, i'm interested to see what your list is joel i have well, no idea who the fuck you're leaving off of this thing yeah. So guys, I was going to pick Kelly Wentworth, but I I think you guys would have been been mad at me for that one too. Um, and I think I'm tired of arguing with you guys, and I wanted to uh, find one that you guys no, were going. Gonna... <laughs> Do you, let me let me put this on the table. Out of the four people, because I I said I was going to save my veto just in case Aubrey showed up on this list, which Aubrey's not showing up on my list, and I don't think she's showing up on Chris's. No. Okay, we well, had a behind your back that we would need to veto your Aubrey. Yeah. So my I, Aubrey? Yeah. Guys, why do you think I like Aubrey? Well, well because who else would? I'm... <laughs> I'm not an Aubrey fan. I have talked shit about Aubrey on this podcast many times. 
I I think that out of no, like, I guess you didn't listen to my game my 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 Aubrey take on game changers last week. No, well, I I mean, if we're thinking about that season though, I stand by that. If any of the four that get brought back on that, like David Wright would be a nice fifteen, and I stand by that. Yeah, he he wasn't on my fifteen, but he was like probably on my twenty. I I I I didn't pick David Wright here because Cody straight up said. I'm not going to put coach on those. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll put David Wright later. I don't know. I, I like David Wright, but I don't know. I, I he's he to me he's a more boring pick than Rob Sester. You have all non-winners. No, I I have I have a list of five, five five or six non-winners here. There's one non-winner that needs to be brought up that hasn't been brought up yet that I hope is on one of you. That is hope is you the next pick. I got three that haven't been brought up. Well. <laughs> It's There's my... one non-winner that needs to be the mo- the best non-winner. Well, yes, and... I I agree, and I hope that we're on the same page with this. I don't think anyone's going to pick him pick pick that person because we're all going to try to get our other picks in, hoping someone else. Well, then, if 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 this person isn't the the last non-winner pick, I might veto it. I'm I'm I'll see. Well, you're going to have to veto this one because in order to right the wrong of Rob Sesternino, I'm putting at number eleven Heidi Strobel. That's my pick. For think- real. 100%. I think she crushes Amazon and she is a better player than Rob Sesternino and this list should reflect that. And I'm and I didn't expect to have to put her on the list because I was like okay, I don't know if I can really justify putting Heidi on the list, but with all these clowns below her, yeah, she deserves some recognition because she plays a killer game. She has such incredible self-awareness and she was such a threat that that's why they had to take her out at 5. Yeah, now that I'm looking at this, I definitely chose Dominic too early. I thought that I had a strong list over here. But... Bodie, what the fuck? Oh my god, you Cody! Cody, you need to, I don't. I need to know who Cody's next pick is. This uh, this is insane, dude. Heidi is like such a ditz. No, she she has such self awareness. Maybe was... in. Maybe only in her boot episode when she starts talking about voting out Jenna instead of her. I was blown away by her. She kills it. Oh my god! You when did you do this? I feel like you're conflating her with other people. No, I mean, I'm, I, I'm I remember, vetoing it. I'm vetoing it. She's I remember this. List. I remember this visceral reaction watching the Amazon, going, "Holy crap! Heidi is so good," and I was underwhelmed by Rob Sestrinino. I'm I'm sorry. I think there are people that deserve to be on this list more than Heidi Strobel. I'm sorry, dude. I have that's to veto fair. this. That that's, is, that's okay. That's, and and you, you're if you were trying to get a video out of me, then you did it well because you you timed it with a time where I'm actually watching the Amazon, and I'm like, I think she's 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 fine. She is fine, but she is definitely not better than the four other people that are on this list, especially Rob. I'm sorry, dude. She's playing against Rob, and definitely is, is not better than him. Well, I'm just glad that I got to bring her up because I didn't think I didn't think that I'd get to talk about how awesome I think Heidi is. And so I'm glad I had that opportunity to do so, even if she is vetoed. The real the real fans will know. Hey, 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 don't call me now. I'm a real fan. Come on. <laughs> I, I would like to note that uh, Joel vetoed our first woman being added to the I, list. I, I, I was self-aware of that, but I figured that more women would come up later. So it's all good. God, I hope so. I, I have I think mine's majority women on here and they're not getting on. 
Um, Rob's right. sister, Nino. So Heidi's vetoed, which is which is really truly hearty, heartbreaking for me. Probably more heartbreaking than Joel felt when Hayden was vetoed, because Heidi's actually a good player. Um, but we got a tweet, Coach, that uh, he beat Russell on this list. <laughs> and Rob's sister, Nino. Yeah. Um, ah, okay. I think out of my other non-winners that I want to bring up, I think I'm going to leave Cody to, you know, put the person who we all know needs to be on the list. And I'm going to say my number 11 pick. Ah, See, it's hard because I don't know if he actually deserves to be up this high. Hmm. Arguably, I... I might have people on my list that I think are better players. I would just get them on at this point because, I mean, think about how many winners are not going to make it. We only have. I'll I'll tell you guys who I'm debating between putting. How about that? Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, Currently, my choice for this slot is between um, Spencer, Ryman, Bledsoe, and Yao Man. And I'm leaning towards Yao Man. Because I think Yao Man was such an incredible player, even though he played in such a dog shit season. And he came back and was targeted immediately because everybody knew how good he was. And it's a similar story to Rob Sesternino. I say go uh, with your gut. <sighs> Trust your gut. Trust your gut. And I really also like, I think Spencer is a great, great player in his two top four finishes um prove that but i just think there's so much wrong with his game there's so much yeah he's i'm gonna go with yao man because i Mm -hmm. i think i think yao man deserves the recognition because again from that sort of old school standpoint i was really trying to trying to get a balance of, of old school and new school when i when i was thinking about this and i just think he yao man's the first person to come up with i think with a fake community idol um he's just he's just so solid he, he has so, so many and in, 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 again it's a kind of a it's kind of a season where like there's not a lot of strategy but he is the only he's the one who's like knocking it out of the park so i'm going with yeah man cool i agree i think he sort of um uh is the um i guess the archetype for this sort of like strategic very strategic but also very likable fan favorite type character um and sort of um is the first person to play the idol in a very strategic way that that's not sort of like terry deets gary hogaboon or or you know i guess you all played it strategically but he had a different different idol um i think uh Yao definitely um, played as well as he could that season. I and got the got the raw deal at the, raw deal at the end, yeah. and 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 you can't say that he didn't you know uh, go out swinging. So our first six picks are going to be all non winners. Yeah, well, I mean that's the well that that would... people might argue that well I hope Cody is putting on this person, but yeah, see. I think that you and Joel are thinking of two different people. I think so too. I, and you keep 
uh, referring them as a man. I'm thinking of a woman. And I think that I have both of these people on my list. No, I'm thinking of a woman as well, Joel. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, then I think we're thinking of the same person. I I got to do number 10. I got to just make sure that Ceri's on here. Yeah. Yep. That's Good. that's ooh, that's what I was talking about. I I think Ceri's game in all three of her seasons, actually, I always thought that her Game Changers thing wasn't as good, but having rewatched it twice recently, I thought that she plays quite well. It's maybe her third her third best season, but still, she played quite well. But in season, in season 12, I think she revolutionizes uh, strategy uh, in a way that hadn't been done before. Um, and I, uh, I, I love, and also she's also, I love Suri. Yeah, she's great. Honestly, I'm not like I'm not that hyped on Sari, and I was even talking about this with Renee. And Renee's first first gut was like, "Well, you got to put Sari on there." And I debated putting Sari like in my fifteen because I because she's been back so many times and ha- and I think hasn't been able to pull it out. I think that for me, I'm like, "Well, she's been back so many times, and she and she like doesn't do that much." And then I went through her seasons in my head, and I was like, "Oh man, if." Like she even convinces Aris to make like she loses based on challenges. That's the only reason she loses. And I'm yeah, ex- except except for in game changers and and I guess in 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 heroes versus villains. Well, in a way, it's based off of challenges too. I think like her legend kind of um like shadows her where everyone is scared. They know what Sari can do because she's been a powerful player in all of her seasons. So in Game Changers, if she was a person that was able to win more challenges and win challenges to save herself, then it would be a whole different story. I mean, we see a lot of these players that just have the ability to save themselves in the right moment with these individual immunities, which Sri never does. And that's that's where it comes in with the challenges are the big problem in her game because the rest of it's there i mean she just can't get to the end again because they know how dangerous that is mm-hmm. um yeah i mean Suri is just when you think of somebody oh they haven't won you know she's like the number she's like the number if you're if you're ranking all the 38 people who have won the game right i would put her 39 after them you know what i mean i just as just like because in my head, it's hard picking like the the people who haven't won, right? Because if you didn't win, then you're not a good then you're not a good enough player to be on the list. In my head, you know what I mean. That's just how I've sort of rationalized survivor thought. Um, and in my head, I would rank Sari ahead of all uh, ahead of mo- maybe not most, but a lot of those winners. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I actually had Sari higher on my list than number ten. I just had to make sure that she made it. I point. think, like, in- well, I, I was surprised actually. I I figured that you might throw in a winner here, and then because you knew I wasn't going to veto you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I could have. Uh, here's 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 my thing. I think Sari. You're out of your veto there, buddy. No, I, me. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about veto though. I'm talking. I could have put. Suri ahead of two or three of the winners that she she's beat that, Joel, that have you've beat her. proven yourself to be a wild card Hayden Moss yeah. Rob sister okay. Nino, coach. Okay. Like you're, did you're you not just but you 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 didn't listen to what I just said 
Yeah, I heard comment on what love, I just said. I heard you love Sari. I heard you you're impressed by her game. But honestly, how am I supposed to know that before I choose her? Joel, your your picks are off the wall. Over I'm not criticizing. Why do you think that I'm criticizing your pick? I'm not. I'm, no, I don't think you're criticizing my pick. That's what I'm saying is that I have no idea if you had Sari even on your list or I, I had no idea. So that's why uh, I had to choose her now. No, I'm glad you chose her now. What? What's? What's? Cody, what's did the... you think, who did you think that you thought we were thinking of two different people? Um, I I have on my list here. I have uh, Mike White, and I thought you might have thought of him. Oh, no. in a position like this. Mm. No, not not for me. He didn't. No. He didn't crack my. He's great, but no. Um, I I have him lower on my list, but I thought that maybe you could value him a, a little bit backwards. higher. Cody, why did you think I was? I, I wasn't arguing with you there. Why did you start yelling at me? Because I'm pissed off. Why? No, I wasn't arguing. I didn't think you were arguing with me or anything like that. I just didn't know. I I felt like I had to choose Sari here because I didn't yeah, no, know you if did. she would get chosen later. You did need to pick her. I do think I like the thing is like, yeah, if you don't pick her now, then I know when you put it, who who do you put above her and stuff like that? And and do they if, if you're gonna put a Sari above somebody on the list, then why even put them on the list? I mean, certainly. If we're talking about winners that that have beat Sari, Aris, I mean, come to think of it, she's been beat by three of the best winners of the game. Uh, but um, sorry, um, you're saying Aris is one of those? No, Aris is the one that. Oh, okay. It's like so, <laughs> she's you she's said so, Aris, and then you she's said so you, far and above. You revealed Aris. you was in your top three. She's so far and above Aris, uh, like. With without like, Sari like, as a close ally, Aris doesn't win that game. Yeah. Um, and maybe yeah. it's Parvati as well, really. I mean, if Sari wins that fire challenge, she wins. Like Aris almost loses the game by by allying with Sari, and that's what eventually that that was like. Okay, I'm putting her on my so list. Because of if it's a final three, I I if it's a final three, Terry Dietz, Sari, and Aris. And then Terry Dietz and Aris obviously would win that last challenge. Did are they both taking Siri? They're they're throwing out their they're throwing out the guy, or are they are they taking their rival to the end? Aris is taking well, Aris is taking Siri. Aris is taking Siri. You're right. Terry Dietz might might take Aris as like a I want to beat the guy. I I want to beat my biggest competitor. The the Mike Scoopin um thing. Terry yeah. Dietz honestly could have been on here. Yeah, could have been. On. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Guys, that's what I'm saying. We've we've cracked the top ten, uh, three fields, and now we're on to the winner ranking, basically. Um, so let's do our uh, let's do our number nine, Chris. Not necessarily because it's me. Said, no, number nine's Cody. But you said if something's oh, sorry. we can bring them back, right? Pardon yep. me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I got my number two pick. Um. No, but you've. <laughs> oh right. Oh right. We. It's only. It's at least two. Um. Uh, non-winners so yeah you can this might not be our winner ranking so yeah you could maybe bring heidi strobel back as number two honestly oh i'm really thinking about it um i think number nine we kick off our uh winners top nine it's pretty good uh let's kick it off with a bang let's put tony right here fuck no dude you can't do that you uh chris you gotta veto this he needs to be way (laughs) higher than this my mouth, my jaw is on the floor for the listeners. Chris, uh, Chris, is... I, I, I agree. I'll, I'll, I won't put Tyson on the list. You gotta, you gotta veto this. Tyson on the list if I veto. He's I won't gonna put lie. Tyson. I'll put Tyson on the list if you use a veto. <laughs> 
here's well, hear me out here before you start freaking out. He has to be higher. Cody, Cody, this is this is insane. In the break, I was talking about how like, oh, it feels like the number one spot, you know, is already kind of decided. And then Cody drops this bomb on me. Yeah, I I get choice of number one in this. And honestly, it'd be hard for me to put Tony at number one if that's what you're thinking. I, I was I was satisfied with him being my number two or number three pick or whatever what I was going to do. Like, dude, the, Chris, I promise you, you can you can beat the shit out of me or do whatever you want to do. If I do <laughs> it, I will not put Tyson on my list. Well, All right, here, before before you use this veto or whatever, just hear me I, out because this is what I'm thinking. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, okay, I, I want the listeners to hear out why I put Tony at number three. Yes, he's number one, nine. two, number nine or at number nine. Oh, man, that's too late. no i i put tony here because honestly i you look through these seasons and yeah so obviously game changers was a big flub for him and he went out there had fun or whatever and he's a fun player i everyone likes tony i like tony but this isn't my favorites this is the Best players of Survivor. Yes, he's won twice. He won the second time, yeah. especially because no one gunned for him because game. he did such a terrible job in the in game change. No, and because he did such a good job in the pre-merge of, of lowering his threat level. I I don't see it like that, and I and I think Kai Gaian was just filled with a bunch of duds to me. And oh my god, You're, are I, you kidding me? They <laughs> that top four has been back. Yeah, they're they're okay. not duds. They're they're duds. They're not winners. None of those people were winners. And Tasha and and Spencer both got to the final three in their their next season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tasha, we might have the uh, argument for. I don't like Spencer either. I probably would have. Uh, I don't know. Blown someone for a veto if Chris Trish could. Uh, Trish. Uh, Trish is also a great player. I I don't like I don't like them. I don't like them. LJ. I think I LG. think Tony's good. I think Tony's good. Okay, That's we got We got in the top. Chris, 10. we're right. going to talk about him later, right? Yeah, I trust. I trust you, Joel. I, I this is a this is a Tony deserves to be higher. I have to veto this. All the vetoes are gone. I thought about putting Tony as number fifteen. <laughs> well, that, there you go. There's there's another veto. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you veto uh, Tony as number oh, nine. Yeah. Um, so were you trying to draw this veto out? Like you knew I wasn't going to use it on you. I was waiting for Tyson. Uh, uh, no, I wasn't trying to draw it out. This is genuinely where I think he should land. This is that's, that's Uh, more offensive to me than Joel's picks of both Hayden and Rob. Let's, let's put, um, Hayden didn't make it and coaches on the list because of it. So there you go. Let's put number nine. Uh, let's do Natalie Anderson. Cool. Yeah, I mean, wasn't on my list, but certainly um, has interesting showing in her second appearance and has a great showing in her first appearance. And is, uh, certainly um, has some very great strategic moves in her season. And I think her the, the taste in our mouths about Natalie Anderson um, I don't think have as much to do with Natalie Anderson as much as we, they have to do with our distaste of Edge of Extinction. 
the that's, twist in the that's game. That's what I'm saying too. I think um, she didn't go out for any fault of her own. I don't think in winners of at war in the uh, to be out first. Um, I think that she had such a great showing in her uh, first season. And when you think of someone just being called um, survivor, right? Like her seasons, the big thing is her surviving. Um, her sister is voted out very first and she makes it all the way to the end without her blood versus water season. Yeah, but it's blood versus water. That's that's fine. But she has the odds stacked against her in both seasons and makes it to the end both times. Right. And I think as far as surviving goes, she has done more than enough to uh, prove her ability to uh, survive in the game and to make it to the end. Listen, I think she belongs on the list. Chris, I get the vibe that you don't like her. I don't. I mean, I think she's fine. I think, but she didn't make my top 15. No way. I think there are so many other people who are just like better players. I didn't put her on my list, but pretty much only because I thought she'd be on Cody's list. Like, I was super stoked to I, see her at Winners of War, and I thought she'd do really well at Winners of War. Um, but I just, I just, I don't know. I, I think, ironically, I think Adam and Denise had a, had a little thing as a pair that people were worried about and they were able to switch it on to Jeremy and Natalie. So like Jeremy and Natalie couldn't figure out that, that they were going to be a target together and take that off of their backs. Hmm. Like that's what you got to do. And that just didn't happen. So she was voted up first. Are we going to put Francesca Hogan next? I don't think so. (laughs) I ironically, if we're looking at uh, like my list here, Zane Knight, let's put him at eight. I hey wait I, wait for our uh, our um uh, first boot draft yeah for best first boots maybe oh, that'll be the next one will be number one <laughs> um but if I'm looking at my list here I I honestly had Sari top three so <laughs> and Natalie Anderson was number eleven with uh, Tony as number twelve so I actually bumped Tony up and probably wasn't even gonna put Natalie Anderson on. But we're struggling over here. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're out of vetoes. (laughs) So um, uh, whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens on the list. And I'm I'm I I, I like Natalie. I think she definitely there's an argument that she's could be higher on this list looking solely at her first game. But even because I I rank Chris Underwood pretty high in my winner ranking. He's not on this list for me. But uh because because of, of he because you you think about he did everything he could in the situation he got after he got voted out you know everything he could he could do and that's exactly what natalie did except you know m- maybe not everything she didn't play as good of an edge of extinction game as as chris we don't love natalie because she was sort of the the villain in tony's plan and you know uh, like the and- rock the rock and the gears there and she she beat michelle and we had such a uh uh um, an affection for Michelle in that season and blah, blah, blah. And I think she plays pretty good up until when she doesn't take Tony to fire herself. I think that was the wrong decision. But um, I think she had so they much. Play the idol as well. What's that? And they misplayed their idol. As they well. misplayed their idol. She should have voted out. Uh, she should have voted for Sarah in that re vote um but uh, in the short time she was in the game yeah but she did play that's the thing she played 
She played. She played better than other people would play. I don't know. That's what I think. I think that she 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 showed strategic a strategic mindset that is there's no perfect game in Survivor. There's not. We can we can nitpick so many different things. Um, even the best players of this game, there is so much wrong with every all of their games. Uh, but in her first season, she plays pretty good. And their second season, she plays pretty okay. You know, like so, like and th- those two things combined makes a pretty good survivor player. Yep. So here we are, the top fifteen pretty good survivor players. Of all. Well, well, <laughs> who's perfect? Who's better? Let's see. Who's your number eight pick? You know who's better? Uh, and I, this is, I'm putting this person because I know it's he's probably not on either of your lists. Although I have other people that I want to get higher. I just need to get my people on here at this point. And yeah. so, so out of the people who I want to get on, he's the lowest. Um, and that is Brian Heidick from the winner of Thailand season five. Cool. That's an interesting left field pick. I didn't think he was going to make the list. But I'm glad he's on the list. I'm glad somebody's on that list from the first few seasons. You know, um, I think I think he plays such an incredible game. Like he's a sociopath. He's an asshole. Total he's asshole. But like he dominates that game, and like he he's like you have Richard Hatch, and then and then you have the next evolution of like s- s- schemer villain and that's and that's brian heidick mm-hmm. he just like that's such an unpleasant season mm-hmm. um for a for many a many reasons yeah uh but you gotta give him credit that he dominates that game and i don't know how he would do if he came back to be honest because i think he is an asshole they're not <laughs> bringing they're not gonna bring him back no he's, <laughs> he's never coming back but like that one season, he just gets enough votes. He just squeaks by and gets enough votes to win. But I know he just beats Clay. Just That's beats how big Clay. of an asshole Brian Heideck is. But like the fact that he everything he knew everything had that had to happen in order to get the get the votes that he needed mm-hmm. to get he gets the votes that he needs and not one more. And he takes his alliance and he cuts them off at exactly the right time and sends them out with exactly the right feeling so that they vote for him. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Brian Heideck, number eight. Cody, do you have comments on this one? Um, Brian's season is actually one that I'm less familiar with. So I'll have to do a rewatch of that. He's it's a similar game. I mean, you know, you rank him if you're ranking like powerful winners, somebody who was voting the right way every time was leading the vote every time you rank them up there with some of the the better if if that's what you're somebody who is like frog marching to the end is that your quote-unquote best games you know people think oh wow boston rob kim spradlin they you know barely got any votes against them the whole season and and they fucking frog march to the end i mean brian's up there with him and and he plays I don't know. And I, I like the way he talks about the game, even though he's an asshole about it. He just, he had like, he knows what he's doing. He's saying like, this is a job. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to have no emotions like mm-hmm. an ice man. <laughs> yeah. It's like skating. He's like, I'm ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now Joel, you get two in a row here that can't be vetoed. All right. So number seven, here's somebody who is a master of the game, a legend of the game. Um, and 
there's arguments about both her seasons that she won and there's arguments against uh, uh, people. She's a, she's the legend of the game. One of the best players of the game, but also is one of the more controversial players of the game. Uh, so I'm glad that she's this high on the list. And uh, it's, it's Sandra Diaz twine in a number in my number seven spot. I don't know who my number one's going to be. <laughs> I did not. I, I put her here because I did not think Cody, you were going to put her any higher. I I have her as my number one. Really, Cody? Yeah. You've changed your tune on Sandra. <laughs> I, I, I Sandra as my number two. I, I'm a little disappointed. Then I myself I put her so so I can put other people who I want on the list. <laughs> well, yeah. This I I I it was important to me maybe. It's it, it's a uh, it was important to me that she made the list, and I was afraid that yeah you wouldn't. So maybe this is a a a. I might not have put her on honestly, like just in the way it was going. So I think it's I'm glad she, I'm glad you did. I yeah. think Sandra, you, I definitely would have. Number one. <laughs> well, Cody, I I would love for you to speak on this because it, it, there's there are we can look at the receipts. Um, my number one and three are gone. <laughs> might have been picked <laughs> you picked your number three too early yeah uh so we have the receipts what am I gonna on do? choose three number one our, three over natalie on our second and well, third I would episode have, okay but i sorry on our second and third episodes we talk of this this very podcast we talk about her two winning seasons and cody you didn't have much great to say about her back then I I've changed my tune, man. Since we started this thing, I've watched more seasons. You know, I've rewatched Sandra seasons too. Like I've I've seen them multiple times now, and uh, you know my my tune it's it's changing. It's very easy to watch a Survivor season and be like, "Hey, that person should have won." That's not the person I was cheering for, or that you know, like it's very easy to. I never uh, said that Lil should have won. Lose the con. Well, you like Johnny Fairplay. It's it's easy to lose the context like of the entire game. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect game, and uh, this is why we rank some people lower than others, right? Um, but I th- and I think well, except for the two people who played a perfect game, who may not even make the list. <laughs> who JT? Yeah, well, JT's not going to be on this list. <laughs> and Earl is is Earl the other one? Oh, it's Cochran. Cochran. Oh yeah, I don't think Cochran's gonna make this list either. <laughs> but but even so, I mean, yeah, it, it's both of them have other seasons where they certainly did not play a perfect game at all. Um, Sandra is just somebody who needs to be on this list, and I think she's underrated and overrated at the same time. Um, I think she's certainly one of the more entertaining players out there, and her her. Her, her uh, appearances in 34 and 40 are um, great, but in 34, she does show some great strategy, but also just puts herself in front so, so, so early in a way that she wouldn't have done in her earlier seasons. And I think she just shapes a, a strategy going forward that, that in a way that has to evolve when she plays again. Um, but Certainly, there are uh, wi- there are winners of this game that could not have existed without Sandra and Vice. And you know, I I don't know. Am I am I making sense here? Sandra's Sandra's the bomb. She was my number two. 
Yeah, she was my number one. It might be a testament to her that that I, I was so... I needed her to be on this list so badly that I put her this high. You were concerned. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But you have two in a row here. You could have made her six. <laughs> well, the, here's here's my controversial pick. I'm putting Sophie at number six because I love Sophie Clark. More than Sandra. Yeah. Sophie's a better player than Sandra is what you're saying. Yes, I am going to say that. Um, I well, when they play together. So Pardon me? She beat Sandra when they played together. Yeah, and Sophie playing twice it concreted her game to me. I think her 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 showing, even though the way she gets voted out is like you know, it, uh, poor coach. Sophie's on the list. Mind blowing. Well, and honestly, Joel, um, you love that season. You got so you put Sophie and coach on here. Hey, I I Albert's honest, gonna be in your number two. I like that season a lot more than other people do. So, um, yeah, Sophie is is um a strategic player and she and what's great is i've been able to listen to her on podcasts and hear the way she talks about the game way more than she got to talk about her game in confessionals in her first season because her edit is so small because there's so many i uh, mean to retrospectively look at the game and know where you went wrong and like what you should have do should have done or whatever is a lot different than in the moment though well i'm talking about her first game um not talking about winners at war but I mean, to retrospectively look at that and explain what you—I'm not saying that she. You did, that she I'm not done. saying. I'm not saying that's what. I'm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking. I've heard her talk more strategically about the game than she got to. Than they showed on TV in her original season. Her edit sucks in her original season because she has. I stand by. Coach played a better game. He should be number six. I don't think Coach played a better game because he didn't win. Um, I think the fact that Coach is on this list, I'm. Here, this is this is all working out. My brain is working a thousand times. I wouldn't have put Sophie on this list had I not had to put Coach on this list and had I not promised uh, Chris that I wouldn't put Tyson on this list. Sophie, in in my heart... Sophie than Tyson, thank God. What's that? But I'd much rather have Sophie than Tyson. Thank okay, well, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I think... I, I Sophie just plays a really careful game and I think she could do even better on a third time around. And just like the two times she played the game, I'm like, wow, that's somebody who really understands this game. That's somebody who um, is super self-aware of the game. And uh, yeah, I think she, had she not been playing with Tony Velacos, I think she could have made it way farther. That's exactly uh, what I was going to say. The only reason that she got taken out is because of Tony. Otherwise she was, she was in a, she was running it. Mm -hmm. So are you guys, uh, happy with this pick? Disappointed in me? Um, uh, what do you What do you think? I'm not disappointed. I I'm just getting nervous here because I I don't know what this top five is going to look like. Because my top five, I still have three left of it, but who knows if they'll be picked? You have three left, Cody. I thought you think you only have two left. Am I? I I had one. I had my number two. But then no, I, my four and five. five are still there. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, Sophie is one of the more underrated games of all of Survivor, I think. Maybe maybe not after Winners at War, but certainly after uh, uh, South Pacific. Um, her game got just buried by, um, for, by Brandon, Cochran, uh, Ozzy, and Coach being these TV... Uh, monsters 
and uh, the and the, the the edit back then wasn't as strategy forward. But you see in the moments we get from Sophie why she won, and uh, and her being something I like about Sophie is how critical of herself and the game and her play she is in the moment she knew at the end her her final tribal is probably better than any final tribal we're gonna see on this list unless i maybe chris has somebody on the list that maybe did a bit better but sophie i think wins at final tribal in south pacific i think people i think if 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 she does not uh come and say this is my game and knowing that albert and and coach were going to be try and be people pleasers uh, I think Sophie knew by by standing up and being like, "No, this was our game. This was my game. This was their game too." They're gonna say other things, but this is I'm the only one being that being that's being truthful right now. This is how we played the game, and this is why I should win. Uh, I think that's a great read, and being that ahead of things and aware of your jury and yourself and the people beside you um, is uh, really important. All right. Well, uh, it's uh, Chris's choice. Speaking of great final tribal performances, um, my person has not necessarily a great tri final tribal per performance, but why I love this person's game is not only were they like a hyper underdog throughout, throughout, but they kept playing even after the day 39 breakfast. And this is something that I haven't seen many people do, or at least did not get showcased, but they actively worked on their other person who they were facing up against. It was a final two. And they actively were trying to persuade that person to be aggressive at final tribal and to, in order so that that person would elicit bad feelings with the jury and they could scoop up even more votes. I think this person is a phenomenal winner. They're, they're one of my favorite winners of all time. And, uh, and I gotta, and I have to put him on the list. My namesake, the yeah. first Chris to ever played the game, Chris Doherty is. I was gonna my say five. you only put him on because he has the same name as you. <laughs> so you're talking about the strategy after breakfast was telling Twyla, "Wow, we're gonna we're gonna go in there and we're gonna be guns blazing. We're gonna be scorched yeah. earth. We're gonna yell at the 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 um, at the jury." So Twyla goes in there so angry. <laughs> yeah, we we got here. Okay. We're, I'm not going to take any guff from them, and we, you shouldn't either. We're going to go in there. We deserve to be here. And just because they're bitter, nah, you and I, we're in this together, Twyla. And she's like, yeah. And then her, her first speech, she's like, well, fuck you guys. Like, she's so hard against the jury. And then Chris is just like humble. And it's like, listen, no hard feelings. Like, I had he's, to play this he's way. sucking kneecaps. <laughs> like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love that. He just demolishes it. And then also to... Like back then where, where alliances, where, where pre-tribal lines are so strong that usually there's a huge pagonging that happens. If you're down in the numbers, there's not a lot you can do. He was able to, first of all, he should have been voted out first. He, he's the reason his tribe lost the first immunity challenge. The balance beam. The balance beam. He doesn't get voted out. And then after tribal, there's like, four men, six women, the men are getting picked off one by one. Chris ensures that he's the last man standing. And so he sacrifices his alliance so that he can stay in the game. And then he's able, 
because he buys himself that time to work his way up the ladder, work out these, these new deals and rely on these relationships that he's created and get to the final two. It's just, it's just so good. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I like Chris. I thought you were going to go with somebody else here. I don't know who your next pick is going to be, Chris. So um, I, I forgot that you love this season. Um, I do. A lot of people don't, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm really. Oh, Tom, it's, it's Tom Henry's least favorite season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he sounds like a dumb, dumb idiot. Tom Sorry, Henry Tom. has some controversial opinions, but, uh, uh, yeah, him he... and I actually align on a lot of our opinions. Well, there you go. Sorry, Tom, that should tell you something about yourself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Chris Doherty is certainly somebody whose um, game it, you haven't seen a game like it maybe uh like a i would compare it to maybe a mike mike holloway and ben dreedbergen even though he's better than them he basically he doesn't need as much as much as well, they the he doesn't win is like he doesn't need to they, they need to win or find idols or else they're gone yeah. there's there's times where like he wins the last couple but they're like he's not immune for a, when he should go and he's able to manipulate his family because his his girlfriend comes in and plays in the family challenge. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go home. And he he leverages that emotional, um, can, like he, he all the girls want to vote him out. And then they're like, ah, oh, we don't want his girlfriend to feel bad. Like she let it down. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's funny fault. too. He, and you find out at the reunion. <laughs> it's great. And you find out at the reunion that, uh, uh, he told his wife that he went out that night. <laughs> yeah, and he, so he, so she was like, "What?" When he won, like, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, and he seems like a great guy, and I would love to see him play again. Uh, that season, he was, he was my number one hope for coming back for Winners of the War. When I found out it was an all winter season, I was I was really bummed that he wasn't able to come. Yeah, back. It, I, th I even though they. I think they do play similar games, even though Chris plays the best of the three, the three of them. I think Ben just takes that spot. Um, and if, if Ben wasn't there, then Mike, what's that? Some health issues for, I think it was also health related. So he, he was like out of contention due to his health. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. I, I knew that. So. I know a couple people have, have had health issues and weren't able yeah. to get back but yeah so chris that's a good that's a good pick chris i i, I and uh, and i he wasn't on my list but uh it's it is a good pick and certainly this this is the definitive list so nobody's allowed to argue with this yep it's definitive <laughs> yep um yeah i i think that uh pick actually once chris said it i was like oh yeah that makes sense i i know why he's choosing that I, i've heard him talk about it a lot yeah um so cody yeah. So for the listeners, because Cody got the uh, the advantage, he got the fifteenth pick and the first pick. So he's not going to go two in a row here. He's only going to go one here. Yep. So okay. I get number four, oh. and then it goes back then, to Joel, Chris. No, back to Chris, and then back to no. It would go. It would go to you. Chris gets second pick because he's in the middle. Oh, okay. Um. So basically. This this is tough. I was thinking about something though, um, and uh, maybe you would agree about this—a uh, kind of new rule because I've found a solve for ours before. 
um, because once someone's vetoed, you can't say them again, but someone else can. How about that? No, you can say them again. So, like, I can I can put Tony here. Yeah, it was, it was vetoed because we both thought it was too low. But, but also, I, don't I was just put, thinking of future. For games. God's sakes, don't put Cody. I, don't put Tony here. You know, Joel I, will put Tony at least. Yeah, Joel would probably put Tony at number uh, three. I'm guessing. Uh, but I want to know what your threes and twos are. So I am going to put Tony here because I can't justify him being any higher than this. That is heartbreaking. Tony was my number one, obviously, because he is a two-time winner and won against every other winner, and he dominated his... I'm, I'm wondering if I didn't show my hand if you would have tried to get me to pick Tony as number one and he wouldn't have made the list. I was really worried. I knew I'd be forced with that decision at two, and I probably would have had to pick Tony at two. Um, because I knew you wouldn't just to just to be funny. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's funny though either. But I, I'm so not. This is as this is your pick. Your pick is Tony. Yes, this is my pick. Tony. I is am number four. So mad at you. <sighs> I have three people on my list that are higher than Tony. See, we if we had known this, Joel, we should have thrown the trivia so that we could have first pick. Yeah. What do you mean thrown the trivia? I won well, fair and square. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of already. Oh yeah, I guess the win. No, the was it the winner who? No, it was the. I forget. Um, yeah, I I felt that it's it would suck to be the the person to choose number one because you'd have to pick Tony. Like there is no world at which you could not put Tony as the best survivor player of all time. That's how I felt. I, yeah, Cody, this, this, I would uh, hate. we need to, <laughs> this, I'm calling a mistrial here. <laughs> like, this is, I would, I would hate to show my hand right now, but I refuse to choose a person that only won his second win due to a fluky fire win when the real two time winner was oh, in it. No. God, so Sarah's going to be first. Because Cody loves Sarah so much. She's not. Oh, God. Cody, but I'm happy. I'm proud. agent of chaos. I'm proud that, Tony, I got to put him on this list. So when we do a fan vote of who put the best five people on there, oh, they'll be coming to Papa. No, you should get negative votes. for This is a train wreck. Cody, yeah, <laughs> I, like I want to, I want to leave this recording right now. Like that's how I much of a travesty this is. I wanted to put him at nine. Okay, so can it's a travesty that he made right. it up to four. If we need to talk about Tony, okay, talk about him. Talk about Go Tony. Off. For a I, moment, I want to talk about him for an hour now. Just how good his game is <laughs> and why he deserves to be number one. Tony is number one. Like, let's just stop the list here. Honestly, I don't even care. Actually, this you said right before I said this, this is the definitive list. Tony is definitively number four to both of you guys now. It's the definitive list. Um, Tony is the, the, the best player to play this game, and it is because he wasn't the best player to play the game 
when he played in 28, but it is he was the best player to play the game when he played Winners at War. Uh, he it was because he had a misstep in 34, and he came back and he knew exactly what he had to do, and he knew exactly um, what sort of relationships to make, who to cut when, how to do it, and when when wrenches were thrown into the gears of his game, he knew exactly how to get out of it. And it was it is because he plays like a chicken with his head cut off, but he also has a head on his shoulders. Don't try to lump Hayden in with Tony. Get out of here. <laughs> I, These are my favorite I, players, okay? Somebody who I, I said it at the time, and I'll say it again. Someone else was playing his social game. It was a fire competition that caused Tony to win. But there was... He there was would have beat her. Win he that. would have beat her. He wouldn't have. He would have. You saw how much the jury was laughing. And you also saw like everyone on the jury was telling Natalie, you got to get Tony out. Like the jury's mind was it's Tony or no one. Yeah, but it, it came down to Sarah and Tony doing that fire. If Sarah won, Tony wouldn't have been there anyways. But Tony won. Yeah. And if they wanted to get Tony out, they could have uh, flipped the vote on him like when they should have at six when they were like, oh, don't play your idol. Do you also, think I'm going to give number Tony one won. of this whole thing to someone that won fire? No. Oh, so no. you're going to give it to someone who lost fire? He also won another game, yes. Cody. <laughs> he also beat that person in another game. He also voted that person out that you're talking about, Sarah. But I said there was a lot of different things you got to think about with this. Do you think about their overall survivor career? Or do you think about how they grow or how they grew as a player uh, throughout their seasons? Yes. Tony played a better game than Sarah in Kai Gaian. No doubt about it. No doubt about beat, that. And then he beat her. And, and she beat him. Him. She beat him in Game Changers. Listen, I, be I believe that Sarah be deserves to be on this list, but she's, there's one person at least that she needs to be lower than. Where did you have her then, Joel? I, I, I'm probably going to put her Are at three. Are you going to say her in the top three? I'm going to put her at three. Put her at three, yeah. What That's am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, how you like that, Cody? Are you are you making that your three right now, Joel? Yeah, she's my three. Good pick, Joel. I like Sarah. I do. I I think that especially after watching Game Changers this most recent time, I think she got a raw deal in terms of people calling her uh, being mean to her in the final tribal, etc. Her feeling, and we get scenes about this in in uh, Winners at War. Uh, where she uh, she's painted as a as uh, differently than a man would have been painted for making the same moves at her as her. I think um, Tony is better than her. But listen, I I I I, I don't want it the 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 narrative to be uh, comparing Tony to Sarah to Tony every time. But this is the conversation we're having right now. Sarah plays a, a great game in Game Changers, and she plays a great game in Winners at War. She comes yeah. to a point. But she also was willing, she was going to take Tony to the end and she was going to lose to Tony had she, you know. And also that. Sarah's big move in Winners at War was voting out Ben for literally no reason at all. Yeah, because that, was, that was weird Tony. too. I think. That was a big move. Yeah, and that's because Natalie and Michelle were like, yeah, you need to do this. And she's like, oh, I guess I do. Even though it made no sense. 
I do wonder if that was her way of getting to the end with Natalie and like maybe she was going to send I, I think Tony more to so, yeah. Yeah, but I mean like who cares? Ben's not going to win. No one was voting for Ben. Which is why and, which is why Ben Ben knew that and that's why he fell on his sword. Yeah, but yeah. that's why you keep Ben so that he's he can take so, out Tony. So mm-hmm. what, Chris? You want me to choose Boston Rob as my number one now? You sabotage me like this? I think there 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 are uh, a few people <laughs> that I believe should be on above Sarah at least. I Maybe. still have two on my top five here. Um, I I think my number four is moving to number one, but I hope. And they could have been number three too instead of three, to be honest. Yeah. But. No, listen. Um, it's it, it. Um, if Sarah's listening, I think she played. I don't. I'm sure she's not. But I think I, it's it's too bad that I had to that I have to argue against Sarah in some way because I do like Sarah and her her ranking well, in terms of play- game changers is is brilliant genius. Like, sorry, can I you say that. that again, Chris? It didn't really pick sorry, up. No. Her move in the, with the legacy advantage in mm-hmm. game changers is beautiful. That's it's like great. that's genius. Like. And I think voting out Michaela when she did was a great move too, even though we don't see in the edit why, but you know, in the, uh, the, the way the trajectory works out in the game, I think she played that, that, that tribal council really well as well. I think, um, yeah, this, this is tough because now Joel has taken my number one and two and put them lower on the list than I would intend. A real well, you took move you took you. both me and Chris's number one and put him at number nine and then at number four. Would you have tried to force my hand at making him number one? It wouldn't have worked out for you. No, Honestly, I would have. I, I would have actually. I would put have him died on my three. sword like Ben and put Ben as my number one. <laughs> to be honest, I would have put him at number three because I I would the same same reason I put Sandra at number seven because I would be afraid that nobody else would bring him up. It's this is yeah. It's interesting what we're facing now because I mean there are some options here for uh, number one that some people would argue. Heidi Strobel. Um, what? Heidi is number one, man. Heidi <laughs> number one. You, here's your chance to put her number two. Baby. I'm honestly I'm really contemplating it now that Tony's fourth. This list is stupid. So. Oh come on, it- <laughs> Chris, please. <laughs> Maintain the sanctity of this list somehow. There oh, is a how, there is a way we can do this, right? There um, is a way. There's two people that need to that need to be brought up to save the sanctity of this list. Well, I know no, I know who I'm I know who I'm putting on. Um she is someone who I think is a phenomenal social player. Um may not be the person you're thinking of, but I think she I think she she just crushes the game every time, and I thought her Winners at War performance was exceptional, and uh, she should have been at, she should have been in second place, but she was third. I'm putting Michelle Fitzgerald as my number two. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Thought I was talking I, about Parvati? No, I'm talking about Michelle Fitzgerald Parvati 2.0. I genuinely thought you were talking about Parvati. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kim. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, Kim Kim's on my list, but like she she beefed it in Winners at War. Like I love Kim so much. 
but and she really like she really made a great comeback in Winners War. She was she was in a really tough spot, but Tony was able to manage his threat level in a way that Kim, Kim didn't. I mean, Tony hadn't had an ally, but uh, holy shit, Chris! No, I gotta put Michelle on because I think Michelle is should be. I think Michelle needs to be on this list because she has never been voted out, and she has been in the top and she's not Colton as well. I was I was huge on uh, Michelle after Winners at War too. I think that she played a great game in there. Mm-hmm. And I've always been uh, behind uh, Michelle. I don't think this is a terrible pick. I think it's high. It's high, but it's very high. Um, it's, it's pretty high. I know, but I had to get Brian in and I had to get Chris in. I knew I knew that neither of you were going to pick them. Uh, and and then I had to get Michelle in. And so if Tony was here, if, if Tony was still able to be picked, I don't know if I'd pick Tony. I might have put it on to, to, to Cody because I just think he's the obvious number one. Because I want, I just think Michelle deserves the recognition. I think her social game is off the charts. I think Aubrey's trash. Ty is better than Aubrey. Um, and Ty should have come in second in that season. Uh, I, I just think that Michelle being like, can be consistently on the bottom but like has such a strong social game, wins the challenges when she needs to. And she also isn't a player who relies on idols. And I think that's such a, such a feather in her cap that like, it's sure, if you manage to win the scavenger hunt of Survivor, you can go a little bit longer, but Michelle gets by on purely what the game was designed to be about. Thank you the, for knocking Tony's game. Is that, is that it's social. You know? Oh, and Sarah's too, because you know she needed that idol, the legacy advantage, or else she was. Ah, uh, didn't. It's... Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I went to... <laughs> well, it wasn't actually gone. Um, I think Michelle, Michelle, Michelle is the complete package, and if she's listening, you know, I think you're phenomenal. This is an incredible list. <laughs> this this is a strange list. I think that we've. Uh... I, I mean, Chris is probably the only one that didn't upset anyone at this point. But I, I mean, think when right you th- now, I, Chris, I like Michelle a lot. I do. You know I what? Think- Michelle is Heidi 3.0. That's why Heidi didn't get <laughs> I get. I guess Heidi I can't sh- make I list, be Michelle can. I was. Su- I'm. I'm surprised that she made it this far. I mean, I'm proud of Michelle. I think. Yeah. I just. You know. It's. It's hard for me to be to look at her above Tony and Sarah. And be oh like, yeah, no, the list is trash when Tony's number four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, but, and it's hard for me to look at it and be like, "There's, there's, there." In my head, there are two people. I'm not going to say who. There are two people that I, I could see in that two and one spot and be like, "Yeah, okay, all right, yeah." Okay. If somebody's going to be above Tony, okay. But I'm sorry, but Michelle, it's not that person. <laughs> I'll tell you after my list. I had Tony as number one, Sandra's number two. I actually had Chris Doherty as number three and Michelle as four. But just as this came out, I, I knew I wanted Michelle to be number two. So, wow. I mean, uh, so now we're on the number one pick. The- if I had had number one, honestly, then Michelle would have gone and I would have put Chris Doherty number one. But just the way the list is shaping out, I was uh, I wanted Michelle to be higher than Chris Doherty in this iteration of it. Well, I think if we're looking at this list now, um, I mean, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of great winners left. There's you can also pick a non-winner. 
I could also pick a non-winner. You know, I, I had Mike White sailing on this list. Maybe he gets I, I, it. I, I, hey, lots of people have been talking about Heidi. Heidi, yeah, she's got a lot of steam behind her now. Um, <laughs> do you choose someone that's just played it so much, like Rob? <laughs> or do you choose someone that crunched the numbers, like Yule? Do you choose someone like Parvati, you know? Like uh, someone that didn't make the list that Joel would love to see on there. Do you choose the first ever winner? Is that the ultimate winner? I think the way I have to go about this is if the person that I think is the best didn't make number one, then the person that she thinks is the best should be number one. So Tom Westman is going number one. I'm okay with this. He was one of the guys. He was one of the people. But Kim not being on this list is insane. Um, Kim not being on this list is, is outrageous. But yeah, uh, he was number six, seven, seven, six on mine. Okay, Tom Westman. Let's talk about Tom. Great game, guys. Let's talk about his exceptional greatest player of all time game that he did in um, in. Uh, Heroes at Villains, where he played the best, he as the best player of all time, was able to um, rally the troops and use his incredible social game to uh, to really create a strong alliance. Chris and and Chris. use people that what? Sorry, is that not what we were? He was he was in Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, and he actually played a pretty good game for he got the raw deal in that season. But the heroes were duds. <laughs> He got a, He got. You have to admit, of the Should people that voted, voted out in that pre-merge, he played very well. He it he he pulled off some sort of witchcraft to get Sarif Fields out of the game. Um, he uh um you know he got farther than he should have gotten in that season. Um and and you can see just that he he's he's a class act. He um uh, made his way to the end in in uh, Palau um, without pissing too many people off. He, he was, he had uh, allies so loyal that they would fall on their sword just to stay friends with him. Um, So I I think that he is certainly one of the best winners and best players of the game in a way that we have not seen uh, anyone quite like him because Rob pisses people off a long way. I mean, the closest person to Tom Westman, in my opinion, is someone like Kim, because people are happy to write Kim's name down. People were happy to write Tom's name down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm happy about this, and I'm happy about my reasoning, Chris, of uh, it being Sandra's number one. So it, I think it's my number one. Now. Chris, Chris, you're the bad guy here for putting Michelle at number two. And not putting Kim at number two. I stand by it. Sorry, if Kim, I I looked at their overall Survivor career, best players, and Kim really was underwhelming in Winners at War. She she clawed her way back up, but she had such a rough start, and she was she was never able to recover. She you puts know, her face she puts her faith in Sophie, who ha- and gives her that half of the idol, and Sophie's like, oh, I'm not never have any intention of working with you. Um, her, I, I think you're right here, Chris, because her winners at war um, 
performance was so disappointing that it made me think about One World and all of just the genuinely terrible players that are in that game and think about, okay, like it was dominant, but like... Yeah, but the thing about Kim's game in that is is that... Sorry, I know that Tom Westman is the pick here, but we're talking about Kim right now. Um, Kim's game in One World is that even though there, she was playing with some duds, she knew exactly how to play to win against these people. And I think she knew exactly what to do. She was able to um, think her way into every decision and every decision she made was the right decision in terms of people pleasing and getting to the end and getting the votes that she got. Uh, are you more disappointed? Because I know you're a big Parvati head too, uh, Joel. Are you more disappointed by the omission of Kim or Parvati? Kim. Kim, yeah. I yeah. think Parvati wasn't even on my list. To be honest, but Kim was. She I had her low. She, she was on my list, but she was low. Um, Parvati has some flaws in her game that I, I I just would put more people above her. I yeah, I mean it's I I mean it's official now. Coach is a better player than Parvati, a better player than Kim. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, I mean in. in <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> coach list, would crush these jabronis. This list, this list is absolutely insane. <laughs> I, I had, um, I had uh, let's go over the people that were missing because, um, I want to hear who was missing off of each of your lists here completely. So, I had Yule missing, I had Mike White, I had Richard Hatch, I had uh, I put Boston Roblo, David uh, Wright, Parvati. Um, I actually had Tyson on here pretty low, though. Um, uh, yeah, I, f I feel like a lot of people do love Boston Robin. There's an argument to to have you, you. You just have to have Boston Rob on a list like this. And and I would not have vetoed uh, a Boston Rob in maybe any placement, because if you argue, you can argue uh, that Boston Rob is a, a good player and maybe one of the best. But I just didn't feel like talking about him. Yeah, guess not. not he, he, this is an insane list. Guys, don't get mad at me for stop. I put coach on the list to please you guys, okay? Um who's who's on my list that didn't make it? Uh Parv, Tyson, Jeremy, um uh David Hayden Wright. Moss. Oh, Hayden Moss, I guess, yeah. Um, I'm glad I got to talk about them. And I, 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 I'm, this is just the way I am, but uh, my honorable mention is always Chris Underwood. Cause you know, you mean, you mean Chris George? Yeah. Chris, well, I just love survivor Chris's. So yeah, uh, yeah Chris, Jeremy, you... Jeremy sort of the more I, the more I thought about Jeremy, the, the harder I, um, it, the harder it was for me to put him on the list just because of, the flaws in his game and his first and third game. I think he plays a pretty perfect game in his second game. Uh, but his third showing and his first showing, he, he's a bit of a, he, he makes some dumb moves. So I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, uh, I didn't have a big enough, it wasn't a big enough list to put him on. I, I toyed with the idea of Jeremy to at one point, I, of course you got to toy with all of the, I think winners at war, uh, people, some you toy with a little less than others, but um, yeah, I think that uh, Sarah wasn't when... even close to my list. What? Sarah wasn't even close to my list. Jeremy? Sarah. Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. 
I think Not I think she plays a great game, and I'm I, I'm happy that I was able to 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 take her spot, even though I I, I wasn't going to see her because I thought Cody would. I'm happy to have been able to be the person. Well, I I would have said her had you not said it. Okay, I would have uh, said Chris, her number one. Chris, who's on your list that didn't make it? Um, from, Todd. I thought you were gonna. I thought for sure you're gonna pick Todd. Todd is on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's like fourteen ish. Uh, I mean, my numbers aren't really. Um, I didn't I didn't order them necessarily. I just kind of like threw them down and then and then they were juggling around all the time but the person who was the highest on my list who didn't make it was kim my my top five made it though which was tony San, sandra chris michelle brian and then it was kim and then i had like dominic who i wanted and russell uh then yule didn't make it i thought yeah. yule is just i just love you so much i i had to say i actually had him at number five because of my just love for him <laughs> um Heidi as you know she was she was around number nine I, I stand by it uh Jeremy then I had Spencer Bledsoe uh I think to- I had Todd Todd's a little higher than Spencer and then I had as like my 16th was my possible was um Lex or Kathy I thought about Kathy too but I haven't watched Marquesas in a while so Kathy well, Renee would have put Kathy on on the list. Renee loves Kathy. The reason the reason why I had Lex slash Kathy is because I feel like they both play a similar game, and I think it was actually Kathy who argued to keep Amber more than Lex. Lex said that in a recent interview, um, so that's why I would give the nod to Lex because that was obviously the 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 wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's um, let's go over here just to do a recap of our list completely. Yeah, um, I have it written down here. I do too. So too. the top fifteen survivor contestants, survivor players, are yeah, survivor players of all best, best players of all time. The yeah. definitive list. The definitive, definitive list. list. Number fifteen, Dominic. Number fourteen, Russell Hans. Number thirteen, Rob Sesternino. Number twelve. Coach, number Benjamin 11, Coach Wade, Benjamin Coach Wade, number twelve, number eleven, Yao Man, number ten, Three Fields, number nine, Natalie Anderson, number eight, Brian Heideck, number seven, Sandra Diaz Twine, number six, Sophie, what's her last name? Clark, Clark, number five, yeah, see, forgettable, number five, Chris Doherty, number four, Tony, number three. Sarah, number two, Michelle, number one, Tom Westman. There you have it. There you have it. Definitive list. Overall, I'm looking at this list and I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot there. I wish I could replace Natalie with Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Had I known how this was going to go. Why would you not put Kim there, man? I would, I would, uh, Chris, I would argue that I could replace Michelle with Kim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i don't think so at the number I, two spot i for sure I, I feel bad for, i feel bad for tom westman that we didn't speak about him enough and we spoke more about kim uh, oh that's probably because the game was oh i'll just win all the tribal challenges and then oh i'll win most of the he led every challenges. vote he led every vote he led every vote yeah because he was mostly immune it was dominant, Chris. He was time. he was dominant. He had it. He had a. He had. A, he knew exactly who to who to take out at the right time. If he knew, you're thinking about, he a knew who was going to turn on him three moves ahead. Yeah, 
Sorry, yeah, what no, did I you... think Tom, Tom's fine. You know, top top thirty is better than Tyson. Chris, who did you want me to at the, taken aside? Tony's gone. Everyone's yeah, gone, right? Number one is left. Who did you want? Who are you like? This person has to be number one. I think you know my answer. Kim, Heidi. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think I, I, Tom was the option. I think he was the one. No, to, Tom. Tom is a, is a nice like flagship. Certainly, I didn't want Boston and Rob. Um, I, I mean, you could have justified, I guess, Hatch being the first winner. Put, creating so much. Richard Hatch, you could put Parvati. Yeah, yeah, I would have been okay. I would have been okay with, um, uh, Hatch, or I, I would even be, you know, if you gave me a good enough argument, I'd be like, okay, Boston Rob, I guess, you know, he played. <laughs> What? Yeah. No way. What? I mean, I mean, I'd be like, okay, that's the boring pick, but we're the cookie cutter podcast. He should be. He should be higher than Coach Boston. Rob should be. Well, yeah. I mean, Coach making this list makes me so fucking happy. Well, honestly, I we did we did talk about Coach much when he came up because it was mostly just like, okay, Coach, and because I don't know, I just think he does play pretty okay games. He if if we're if he's he's leading yeah, votes, the top fifteen pretty okay games of all time. He's a base hitter, baby. Chris, you know, stop he'll, it. He'll we do we we put wrenches in this game in this uh, drafts on purpose on purpose. But um, uh, he he led votes in token chains. That's what I was gonna say. Anyway, uh, he, he, little... he he's a decent player. He's 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 a, he's a crazy person, but he's a fine player. To be fair, like everyone, there's a lot of people you could justify being number one. And I know you guys both say Tony, but like it's there's there's so many variables to look at. And it's all so close to me that really it could just go in multiple different ways. So even seeing like a person like coach on here, you have to pick non winners. There's so many options to go on there that would be better. But we, we went with coach and Hayden Moss, but. We didn't go with Hayden Moss. We, well, I, I had to use my veto. And it, I used my veto and I got coach on. So I'm happy about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that worked out for you, Cody. So here's my pitch for the next draft. <laughs> I would do this off mic, but I think it's a slam dunk. So I think you guys are going to like it. And Chris, you're welcome to join. I think you, the, the open invitation. Yeah. Um, come back the next draft is top whatever we can do a mini draft or as big a draft as we want top freaks survivor freaks speaking of coach tarzan <laughs> philip shepherd um debbie you know the the survivor weirdos how do you guys like that i think yeah. top survivor characters should we say yeah no I, i'm thinking weirdos the freaks <laughs> you bunch of freaks you're not like that it's that i thought I like that was it. a slam dunk i like it you could put zane knight on there oh he's he's going there hey i'm putting heidi on that one you she's, see her she's, she's friend, a super freak her gremlin, her gremlin uh, peanut butter performance when yeah. she's like, almost a skeleton due to lack of food yeah insane. i'm that, excited that weird yeah. moment that so far it looks like coach could make every list we do <laughs> I, I think I think um, characters is is cool, but we might talk about the, a lot of the same people we talked about on this list. If we talk about the weirdos, it, it, we we get some like bad players and some people that we we haven't talked about yet. I already know my number one. 
Tom well, Bo- don't don't spoil anything. No, no talking. Tom oh, I just Wesley. went there too. Okay. Um, Freak. All right. So so we'll we'll if we'll figure it out. Top uh, twelve or top something. Uh, Survivor weirdos on the next episode. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Chris, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for making this weird list. It, you know we we are a fringy podcast. And we're a strange podcast full of crazy takes and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, this is the perfect list for our podcast. Um, so um, I'm, I'm glad that, Cody, uh, you were able to throw such a wrench into those lists. Well, I mean, and I want everyone to go to our Instagram, too. We'll have a poll up for who you thought had yeah. the best five additions to the list. And based upon ranking order as well. I would just do it based off of the people. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to please remember to rate, review, subscribe. It is extremely important that you leave us a review. Um, if you, if you, if you've been listening for a while and you haven't done that, go ahead. It's right there. If especially I, I recently got an iPhone and I have, I, I've downloaded this Apple podcast thing. It's so easy to leave a review. If you have Apple podcasts, it's so easy. You Android users, I know it's difficult. I'm, I'm I feel for you, but anyway, um, thanks for listening. And uh, if you've got this far, we love you. And uh, uh, good night. <laughs>